0: everyone, to another VD Clinic podcast episode. This is our not-quite-Christmas not episode or whatever it is that we do in December. Uh, you know, sometime Christmas-adjacent. Uh, we, we try not to do—even though, uh, I, you know, I, I can be a sucker for some straight-up Christmas movies. Um, that's not how we do it here. But anyway— I am Darren, and here with me, even before I was here, is Vanessa.
1: Oh, Mary, almost Chinooka. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Throwback to the Hebrew hammer. <laughs> our first anti-holiday holiday movie. <laughs> our winter yes, celebration. The winter. That's really what it is.
0: Our Yule episode. Yes. Um yeah. this time this year we are doing the 2005 Harold Ramis black comedy The Ice Harvest starring what John Cusack, Billy Bob Thornton, uh Connie Nielsen plays um what's her face?
1: Uh By by the uh, way, dear listeners, before we go any further my neighbors are quite vocal in the the uh, hall this evening, so <laughs> I don't well, know. It might go along with the movie. They're brimming <laughs> never... with holiday cheer. I, I le- well, let's hope <laughs> it's not the holiday cheer that is necessarily in this movie.
0: Yo ho ho, jam <laughs> a pound, no ho. Uh, Oliver Platt, we got a, He was not listed. I know. Um, I. I, I Really quick, I guess we're gonna get into your first impression, which I want, and then I guess we'll just go into the conversation about the the movie in a more structured we'll, way. If you're willing. Well, to leave
1: first, be, first, before we get into it, I how are you doing, Darren? I'm doing all
0: right. How are you?
1: I'm good, just dandy. I actually. Um. Yeah, I'm anti holiday, like Christmas music, (laughs) but I guess I'm still not complete like bah humbug. (laughs) Like I still will celebrate. Yeah.
0: But uh, Connie, I was trying to come up with the name.
1: Help the booze help. (laughs) But.
0: Um. Connie Nielsen was is Renata. Yeah. Um, And now you have never read the book by scott phillips correct no you'd never read the book you'd never seen the movie correct okay the book is from 2000 uh so this is 2005 okay
1: i was wondering how like when the book had been written i didn't i didn't get to check that
0: the book yeah the book was written and released in 2005 but the book is set in 1978 or 1979 Late 70s is when it's set.
1: That makes more sense, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. For the style and everything.
1: You want my first impression of this? Yeah. This was made in 2005. I would have thought 1995. Okay. (laughs) It had, it didn't feel quite, I don't know, and so I. That's. But I think it would have worked better if it had been set. In the 70s or even the 80s. Like it just. The vibe to me had more of that feel. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm feeling like you've got some bones to pick with the movie.
1: No, I don't. Well. <laughs> I, there wasn't much that surprised me about it, which, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but I don't know what I was expecting, but I kind of, but I wasn't expecting this.
0: Were you expecting something a little more arty because of the title? No. No, okay.
1: I was not expecting the Ice Storm Directed by Ang Lee. No. (laughs) (laughs) I knew this was going to be something different. (laughs) That's Artie. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) But Artie. (laughs) And depressing as fucking hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for real. Um, I think I first saw this a couple years after it came out. Uh, I think it was on HBO a lot back then. Yeah, after it made its way, way through, I don't think I ever rented this at, at, Blockbuster or anything like that. But this has definitely been a movie that I I can pop on, and watch just about any time. It's it's not like I watch it all the time, but it's uh one that I'm familiar enough with that it can just be on in the background, and I know when to. It's like oh, here's the Billy Bob Thornton parts, or. Yeah, here's uh, the bouncer. What's the name of that bouncer that's calling his mom a fucking whore on the phone? Pretty, pretty much as soon as the movie gets started.
1: Oh, Sydney. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's a great. He's great. I love him. He he might be my favorite part of the movie. No, that's Ned Bellamy. He's a great character actor. He's one of those actors you see and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. But you but you don't remember his name as much as some other people. He reminds me a lot of Anthony James, who actually I worked with on a really bad movie, but he was awesome. (laughs) But you he was in the unforgiven with. Clint East when he was the bartender in that. He's like tall, very angular. He was in Burnt Offerings, the chauffeur in that. Oh, okay. Like he's one of those guys. But they, they have a very similar shaped head, you know. But Ned Bellamy was in uh, Ed Wood. I haven't seen as, that in so long. Yeah, he was Dr. Todd or, or Dr. Ron or whatever he was, the chiropractor, who they got to be bella lugosi's double after he died <laughs> Oh, that's right
0: i couldn't remember you know? if it was a chiropractor or an orthodontist
1: he no, was a chiropractor yeah yeah but he was i mean he's one of those that you're like oh yeah that guy and you always just enjoy whatever you know scene he's in you know and so i will say this had a this has a, a really great cast like, I like John Cusack a lot. I like Billy Bob Thornton a lot. And Oliver Platt. He's usually a delight to see on screen, too.
0: Yeah, he was... A lot of this, I, I will say, a lot of this is right out of the book. Even mm-hmm. a lot most of the dialogue. But... um, And I won't spoil... The, the ending of the book is really close to the ending of the movie, but it's drastically different. If I can say that without, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, yeah, but in the, in the book version, um, Pete is not Charlie's friend who got into a relationship with his wife as is in this movie. He used to be his brother-in-law. So there's still the ex-wife, but she's got a husband that you only see once. You know, like that whole thing is still there, but the relationship with Pete is just, don't you know this guy? He's fucking shit-faced. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and and, uh, did you mention Randy Quaid is being in this? Not yet. No, I don't think you had gotten there, even. Like, he's not even in this that much. I expected him to be in it more, truthfully. Yeah. But um, he's one of those actors that sometimes I like him. Other times I'm like, okay, yeah. You're (laughs) you're trying too hard. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, this was... This was cool, you know, seeing him play. The, you know, I I still think my favorite role of his is uh, in Freaked. Mm-hmm. Either either Freaked or Cousin Eddie in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But uh, have you seen Freaked? Yeah. Okay. But I, I derailed you. Uh, so Randy Quaid no. was a pleasant surprise?
1: Yeah. No. Well, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, no, it was... I liked him better in this where he was a more villainous character than we usually see him. Yeah. I mean, he still had it obvious. It's a dirt, it's a dark comedy. So he had that edge, which is why Billy Bob Thornton works in this too, <laughs> which is why John Cusack works in this too. These are people who've done that before. Yeah. You know, um, and why, did you say why we have this as a holiday movie or anti-holiday movie?
0: Um...
1: I don't think you've gotten there even yet.
0: Well, the movie <laughs> takes place on Christmas Eve, but that's kind of only a plot point in that, uh, to to pull off this caper, because this is kind of like a, I don't know, going for the modern noir sort of thing. yeah. Um, it's Christmas Eve, so if you do something at the bank last minute, nobody would likely find out for three days.
1: Yeah, depending on how they, they, how, you know, if it's at a weekend or whatever, definitely.
0: So, yeah, the movie starts with a heist, and then the waiting for the escape, and... It's on Christmas Eve. It's in, what, Wichita, Kansas, as as Wichita Wichita, Falls. Wichita Falls. So Falls. Wichita Wichita
1: Falls. (laughs) Yeah, it's in Wichita Falls. Uh,
0: So, yeah, it's in Wichita Falls. Uh, Charlie Arglist uh, is played by John Cusack. He's like a crooked lawyer for the mob, as Pete will point out repeatedly when he's drunk in the bar. (laughs) <laughs> You're messing with the mob, buddy.
1: M- and he—he he, no, he doesn't do it just in the bar. He does it like in the—I mean, like every place they go. It's like what? It's like just like all around town. Like the the officer where that pulls him over, cause he swerves or whatever. It's like an open secret.
0: Officer Tyler or Taylor. Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Remember my name to Mr. Gerard. Oh, I will. Officer what? Uh, Yeah. It, it, I think the book is about 200-something pages. Yeah. If, if anybody's interested. But, yeah, okay, so, I mean, we're going to spoil the shit out of this, right? Because we've got yeah one movie. It's almost 15 years old, but warning. Yeah warning everybody
1: so they uh we don't necessarily have to give away the big ending i guess but yeah, sure but it, i we 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 are we don't the only time we wouldn't spoil anything is if it's something brand new yeah. and even handmaid's tale we did but we you know made a point of saying ahead of time just this is what's going on yeah but great, that was an exception yeah Yeah, so we spoil the shit out of everything. What do we care? (laughs) We'll tell the ending. (laughs) So
0: uh, Charlie and Vic are stealing $2 million plus from their boss, Bill Gerard, who is played by Randy Quaid. And it's Christmas Eve, and there's an ice storm. And, I mean, this takes place basically, what, a bar? Two strip clubs, a massage parlor, and a couple houses,
1: and a restaurant. Yeah. And... But, and can I say? I mean, you're talking about the the weather in this movie. I was watching this last night as our temperature in New York was dropping, and my radiator heat hadn't kicked in yet, oh. <laughs> and I was shivering already. And then I and once my radiator got going, I was fine. Plus, I I mean, you know, Zora Lane on me helps too. But then I'm watching this movie, and that made it even worse. <laughs> the movie, just be prepared to be cold watching it.
0: Yeah, I, I think Ramus does a great job making you feel cold everywhere. And you see how wet. Mm-hmm they're getting it's from that rain.
1: Wet, cold. Yeah. It's wet, freezing. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: windshield it, wipers on high speed aren't even getting rid of it fast enough. Yeah. Everybody's in trench coats and falling on the ground and
1: cars are skidding off the road. Yeah.
0: That's just <laughs> Yeah. It, it's
1: it's not
0: prime traveling weather. For somebody no. who's trying to get out of town.
1: No. And on the planes, though, you get those winds, too, with that kind of weather. And it makes it... There's nothing to stop it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's...
1: You know, it makes it worse. At least that's my opinion. <laughs> but you're right. Ramus does do a good job of capturing that... I mean, just with the lighting and the sound, because it is included with the sound too. Oh
0: yeah, the heavy thwap of the rain hitting things, and the there's no you know uh, it's it's like a dead sound. There's no echo. A a lot of the stuff that happens outside at night is between one and two people, and it's just right. Yeah,
1: yeah, and. You know it's then you get like the ice cracking and these different things. Um, but then it's like, yeah, the the wind and then just silence because it's like, okay, where you can see the like the progression of this storm coming. and I you know, just. And he goes through, like, over Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. And just, yeah, the, the, the whole thing with his family <laughs> was kind of, was fucked up. Um, uh, his angry son made, and all that stuff. But made me laugh hysterically. Where he's divorced and the, the ex-wife has the kids. And he ends up over at Christmas Eve dinner... Wherever his ex-wife, the kids, her parents, I guess it's her parents.
0: Yeah, or something it's, it's at her parents' house.
1: He shows up with Drunk Pete. Someone else is there, too. And anyway, and then one of the kids is so excited to see him. Hey, daddy. The other one's like, fuck you, <laughs> like, yeah. pretty much. Go to hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even send us <laughs> presents this
0: year. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have any lines yeah the little girl's all cute she's got her fuzzy christmas dress on and you know angry teenager son and his suit and tie is just like fuck you and even, I know. even drunk pete is like is that true charlie
1: yeah you didn't
0: send them any presents
1: i know i know that. Dad... <laughs> That did make me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, Pete, Pete, uh, Oliver Platt is such a fun part of this movie. I, you know, if, if I was trying to, if somebody didn't want, if, if for some reason somebody was like, nah, I don't want to watch it. I would probably send one of the, all of one of the Pete's Pete scenes as an enticement.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah or you know again you, you go back to the Sydney ones with <laughs> <laughs> some fucking camper running out of gas like and they run over I mean like my fucking
0: mom her, like, she loves me the goddamn piece of shit camper and she wouldn't tell me it's out of
1: fucking gas I know it's just like these crazy little things in it But, you know, and I enjoyed that. But what I meant, what, like I said, it wasn't what I expected, Uh is I guess I wanted, I guess I was maybe expecting something darker. Okay. And not that, so I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this, but I was expecting something darker. Something more with a higher body count
0: or with more depression? Or which kind of dark?
1: Um either or. I I mean both. I I'm I would be fine with that. Like yeah. More depression, I guess.
0: Cause, okay, cause what Maybe
1: I was expecting more film noir. Okay. Like I felt it with the Renata character. I mean like even just the way that they styled Connie Nielsen's hair. Her hair was and had her dress. Snip. And, and the, the stockings with the garters. Mm-hmm. But the scene, yeah. It, still, it was just, I don't know. Yeah, so it didn't have that, but, I mean, you do have, you have some funny moment, moments at the strip clubs. <laughs>
0: yeah. This is Ronnie. <laughs> we went to school together. Know.
1: Together. <laughs> we had two classes together. <laughs>
0: I'm just under a lot of stress right now. There's the impeachment. Uh, the do-nothing <laughs> Democrats. You fucking bitch. Don't you understand? We're really quiet right now, too. I know. It's like, what's gonna happen? Did she kill him? <laughs> I know. Like, it just went... I didn't even hear a door slam. It's just...
1: Not that... No it closed but it didn't slam that time <laughs> it slammed there were door slams multiple ones before Yeah, and I then heard those. Oh, and, oh you didn't feel the floor shake uh,
0: i just didn't hear the, <clears throat> and the like, final door slam like they we go out into the hallway to fight so we don't disturb the
2: children
1: well they were hanging out in the hallway
2: Video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
0: I don't know if we just had a commercial break or if... Through the magic of editing,
1: there was a technical uh, difficulty called, um, what, what, what's a good word for what that was, Darren? Domestic
0: difficulty. Let's call it a domestic difficulty.
1: Yes. Yes. Did not sound violent. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we,
0: were, we were making we sure were, we didn't need we to uh, intercept. Yeah. We were
1: monitoring. We were monitoring. You know, like when you walk down
0: the street and you see cops arresting a person that's not white, you, you take a second to see if you need to in- intercede.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> never I a, a dull moment. This? Yeah. <laughs> no, then never a dull moment around here. <laughs>
0: oh, New York City. Where the salsa is legit and the hallway arguments are v- voluminous.
1: I don't know, but some guy got called a whore by uh, a woman. So, hey, <laughs> it's almost 2020. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway on that note let's get back to the movie (laughs) so yeah um
0: speaking of yelling we were adding a little bit more love talking about the sydney character who is the bouncer at sweet cakes and Mm -hmm. who um you know we see at the end with his kids in the camper yeah and he's relatively the same in, in the book
1: um yeah I was going I was going to ask for your assessment of the book after we talk about the movie so okay well yeah well I I, I will stop I mean not, not that you're you can you, you can pepper it at anyway but I was interested in your assessment of the book as well because I wanted to know oh well I'll ask it now ultimately if the book is worth reading. Yes. Uh,
0: Okay. Unless you hated this movie. If you liked the movie, on upwards, the book is worth reading.
1: It it seems to me that I would be more satisfied with this reading it. Okay. It seems like it had... it, It has... A certain feel that I associate with Elmer Leonard. All right, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I I like that, but whereas I usually like Elmer Leonard film adaptations or adaptations of his writing, I'm not. This author, I think I might like the book better.
0: Yeah, it, it's a quick read. It It's a lot like the movie, but the differences mm. are important and they don't okay. seem to be, you know, inconsequential. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's a really quick read. Like I said, I think it's 200 something pages. I checked out the, the audio book is something like three hours. Mm hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, if, if you read it after you've seen the movie, it's not, it doesn't feel pointless because I definitely read it after I saw the movie. Okay. And yeah, it, it reads a little bit more noirish. It's got a little bit more of that, you know, black and white cigarette smoke kind of feel to it mm-hmm. than the yeah. movie kind of has. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really change anybody's name. It's not one of those like, oh, well, he's called Bill in this. Yeah, it's.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I would recommend the book, and I think I saw somebody comment in the group that they really liked the book and they don't remember the movie. Okay. Was was the one comment I saw? I think that was Kurt, but don't hold me to that.
1: Okay. I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> no,
0: it's, it's okay. Uh, I'm probably on Facebook a little bit more than you are.
1: I haven't been on there as much lately, um, just because I haven't had time.
0: Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Uh, our, our, I don't think we're really going to go all too chronologically through the movie, but uh, points that stand out. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about Pete. Pete being the annoying drunk at the bar and harassing the bartendress. and yeah <laughs> getting kicked so hard in the balls that uh he thinks one of them ascended into his body. Yeah. Um the weird friendship they have, you know, uh, like uh, this is mm-hmm. different in the in the movie, but you know when he He's so unhappy being in being married to Sarah Beth.
1: I know. And that name just sounds so stuck up. <laughs> yeah, that someone who would just be so rigid with and like OCD in the worst way possible about every. Thing in their lives and seem very compartmentalized, you know? It seems like she just wouldn't want to be flexible on anything. And that would just be, I, find, I would find that very difficult. Yeah. I couldn't do it.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, she's got such a, I don't know, hate-filled eyes. I don't want to say RBF because it's not, that's kind of cliche. And yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, when she says, Hi, Charlie, or something like that, this is something really nondescript, but there's, oh, I fucking hate you right now in her eyes. Uh, oh, she
1: has a certain amount of spite mm-hmm. going on. That's undeniable. All the while, where she, you know, she has this weird, not quite smile on her face. But it's kind of a sneer,
0: yeah, I don't know with with the character, it might be I've finally got my reason to divorce Pete, yeah, <laughs> waving the turkey drumstick around it <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of I like how Christmas is just a prop in this movie, and it's not the center focus,
1: yeah. I get that. It makes it convenient. Yeah. I mean for certain things about how but no, you're right. You have to I mean anything that's going to be a heist movie or story, it has to there has to be a certain the I don't know, over a holiday certain only has to be a there has to be a component I mean, like a banking holiday,
0: which are a little I, bit more frequent than just the usual yeah. ones. But
1: yeah, but one where also all these other things shut down too, and there are not many of those holidays. No, like Thanksgiving, that works. Yep, Thanksgiving almost, Christmas. almost, almost. No, well, not quite because you've got friday you know right after but it still can delay things because like for instance i know this one financial company that was even closed that friday after thanksgiving
0: hmm. i think what else obviously the tenuous relationship between charlie and vic is is a big part of this this movie and it sort of culminates with Uh, they think that uh, what is that actor's name? I feel you know he's in Summer of Sam, right? Mm -hmm. He plays Roy Gellis. Yeah, the Randy Quaid, Mike Star. Yeah, um, Randy Quaid's enforcer is in town looking for them, and then there's the tense moment where Renata. Tells Charlie that Vic Wait. Huh.
1: Was the was the guy that played Roy Gellis also in Cabin Boy?
0: Probably.
1: Uh, you, <laughs> would like, know,
0: you would know more than I would.
1: Ann Magnuson plays Kali in that I think she, I think she does. That's what she plays. And and there she is with her multiple arms, and I believe he's a giant and that's her husband, and he's very jealous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I,
0: Sorry. Let's see what? When was Cabin Boy? Because yeah, he was Cabin
1: Boy was uh, what early nineties? Early early
0: Ninety. Okay. Because yeah, he was in Lean on Me and Funny Gotta Farm be. and Who's That Girl and Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck uh, Goodfellas. If that wasn't said yet, The Bodyguard. Cabin Boy. He was Mulligan in Cabin Boy. Yeah. He was in one, two, three, four, five, eight three, four. Eight movies in 1994. Counting Cabin Boy.
1: He was in Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it was Dumb and Dumber. Plus Law and Order SBU. All, <laughs> dun, dun. It all yeah. comes back to Law and Order. <laughs>
0: he was all over the place. Um... So he's yeah he's in anyway, a trunk. <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob has yeah, got trunk. him in a trunk. Um, yeah, that might be it. It's really dumb, but one of my favorite quotes this time around watching the movie was, "One night driving a Mercedes and already you're an asshole."
1: Yeah. Uh, what no, I, what I <laughs> what I will say I did love where you know, it, so the John Cusack whatever Charlie character said. No, the, no. We'll we'll put the trunk in the Mercedes. It's spacious. Well, anyway, and they get there, and they get the finally get the trunk in the back of the Mercedes. And Billy Bob Thornton, who had doubted him, says, "God damn it, you're right. It is spacious."
0: <laughs> the way this would have fit in the Lincoln. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and this... Like I did love that. Like the way he delivers. I mean, like. He can he can deliver lines like that, that, you know, that's why he was good in Bad Santa. Yeah. You know, or even the version of the Bad News Bears he did.
0: I still haven't watched that.
1: It's, I mean, it's much more of a lighter comedy, but it's still a dark comedy, partly because he's in there and they let him go. Like, <laughs> you kind of like, okay, did he improv any of it? I wonder. Because <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, and he was the Broyellis guy. Mike Stark was also in Ed Wood. See? Yeah,
0: it all comes back. Strong cast. Yeah. Strong cast. And yeah. going back to your sound, uh, not- noticing of the sound work in this movie when they get mm-hmm. out to that frozen lake.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking of when I was talking about ice breaking because the way that the ice of that lake starts cracking and as the pier is cracking.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. dry and cold.
1: The pier, yeah,
0: the, obviously the, the water is not dry. <laughs> that That's from throw mom on the train probably. It was dry, yet it was raining. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the night was sultry. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, that that's that's a, that's another top notch scene in the film. The getting yeah. getting the trunk down those stairs with no railing. I don't know how they did it with no railing, but okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I thought too. Just <laughs> folded
0: up like a goddamn card table in there. Was,
1: uh, well some of that some of that I, I know. I was like, okay, I have to suspend my disbelief here.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> um And they
1: lifted that awfully easily because considering how much that trunk probably weighs on its own, plus that guy is of, he's a hulking guy.
0: Close to 300 pounds, probably. Yeah. Uh, So
1: they were, the two of them, I don't think are that strong, but maybe
0: there was so much ice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Let's get going with that. They were helped <laughs> a lot
0: by, uh, yeah, Einstein and Newton. Um, sure. So that kind of, I mean, I, I, without talking specifically about the end, I mean, there's lots of double crossings and lots of soliloquies and speeches. The closer you get to the end, but uh, you know, where, where do we take, where do we take this out?
1: Um aside from the police coming Oh and or oh, is that a, a fire truck Ooh. I can't tell Anyway um I think no I mean I would recommend this but I definitely would like to read the book because I it something tells me I would enjoy that more Okay yeah
0: i think i think uh, you might I, I think there would be parts of it that you prefer in textual form
1: yeah i mean i could see that but i you know this has a strong solid cast so watch it even just for that
0: yeah or harold Ramis. i don't know how many more movies he directed I couldn't find out what it was, but he uh, apparently offered Bill Murray a role in this. I'm guessing Roy or uh, uh, what's his face, uh, the 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 Randy Quaid character, Gerard, Bill Gerard. I'm guessing, yeah, that's who probably. He can, I can't picture him being. I mean, I guess in 2000 he could have maybe been Vic, but Vic.
1: I But I, no, I would say even probably, no, probably more the Randy Quaid character. Yeah.
0: Which is fun to think about, but, you know, Randy Quaid did great. And, oh, some pain, you know, some painful looking scenes. You know, I'm thinking of the... The thing that happens to that guy's foot is one.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm even thinking about when he slips on the ice at one point and he falls like on his tailbone. Yes. There, I'm just like, oh, I've done that. Oh my god, that hurts. I've done that. That is painful.
0: It's, there is a lot of ice. Yeah, ice harvest, and I'm. That's I'm what to, I,
1: I. I was afraid. Hated you about hate. living in Ohio. I'm yeah. sorry. That... At least Cincinnati we it was bad because of all the hills. Yeah, we yeah,
0: you know, we, we're a little bit we're in the middle, so we get a little bit of all of it and unless the I mean, when the when the plows are not really getting everything, it can be a bitch. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there were some rough years. Uh but um we're not by any lake. We've got the you yeah, know, the, the the river that cuts through on the one yeah. side, but yeah Yeah yeah. Oh how I'm still Trying to charge up my power.
1: Well and yesterday We had this squall That came through Whatever Kind of wind and Freezing rain Snow Ice storm That came in with this huge gust of wind, super quick, and it had low visibility and basically coated the city within 15 to 30 minutes, moved moved all the way across the city. Did all this like damage, like the visibility was terrible. I got up this I like left even early like work yesterday afternoon. It was all fine and dandy. It was cold, but it you know, The sun wasn't was only slightly overcast, but it wasn't that bad. I woke up this morning and I'm like, "Where did all this ice and snow come from?" Because I had like it just happened so quick, and you blinked your eyes. Yeah, that's why I'm saying watching this movie too. Yeah, Uh, that's all I keep thinking of.
0: (laughs) The you could it's it's one of those that works better with. Uh, winter weather. You know, like the not not the same, but you know, Shining or the Thing or other movies that I think of. That you know, when it's snowing out and it's dark, it just adds a little bit of extra something to that. So having some shitty rainy, um, snowy winter weather can make you feel a little bit trapped, like Charlie Arglist. And a little bit of you know everybody's trapped in their own ways in this movie. Um, glad you liked it. I obviously recommended it to you, so I I generally recommend it to most people if I'm asked. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have as many qualifiers as some of the movies that we've recommended here. I, I'd be easier to recommend it than you know like Vanilla Sky. Or something like that.
1: You mean Liquid Sky?
0: Yes. Well, how, or, or how maybe you dare Vanilla you? Sky. How,
1: how you <laughs> dare you compare it to Vanilla Sky? I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> um, but no, and I mean, I only wouldn't recommend this to certain people, like my parents, because oh, it's got the scenes at the strip clubs. But you know that's the only thing. I that's the only time I would say I'm not going to recommend this. <laughs> they would enjoy the story if it didn't have those scenes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and the Oliver Platt talking about or sort of yeah, we could say it's sexually harassing the bartender, the Christian bartender lady.
1: Yeah, that is what he does exactly.
0: Yes, you may be able to dream about whatever you want, but you, she doesn't have to listen to you talk about it. Pete. Um, but anyway, or I am beginning to ramble. Uh, and also, I think I already addressed this before, but anyone I would recommend the movie to, I would recommend the book to. And... If I was gonna gamble on which one people would like more, I'm not sure because some people, uh, uh, some people, the the people that are in the cast of this movie really amplifies the quality, and some people they don't care. But you, know, you get a weird dark comedy with Billy Bob Thornton and John Cusack that could sell it for people over reading yeah. the 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 story, but
1: that's true
0: but also now that you've seen the movie you can put the people that you like on the characters that you're reading about when you read the story
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mhm yeah Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah Uh, I think we might have come to the end
1: I think we have yeah we knew this was going to be a shorter episode anyway because of you know, we just, well, we didn't do a book this time, you know, which is usually this time of year. We just give ourselves a little break. Um, what are we doing um, for January, Darren? You haven't told me yet. I it's haven't told you yet.
0: And uh, if I have to say right now,
1: mm-hmm. it, it might you have not to be. Say.
0: I do have to say. yes. Then I think going with. You know, we still do sort of a winter and gloomy theme for January.
1: You don't have to go winter and gloomy.
0: Okay, well, but I.
1: Unless you want to. Huh? Unless you want to, it's fine.
0: No, no, no. Uh, uh, The only. I've been trying to figure out since we've done a movie and a book and a movie and a movie were Mm -hmm. the last two January. So I was trying to figure out which movie
1: and a book,
0: which one we should. Okay. So you, you think movie and a book, then I think we are going to do the basketball diaries and the basketball diaries. If I have to say right now, that's my choice.
1: Okay. That works for me.
0: Um, a uh, large part of that takes place in the winter, but it doesn't all take place in the winter. Uh, you know, it takes place in New York, where you are. Um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, if I if I'm saying right now, and this isn't isn't getting all cut off at the end, that that is my choice. I've been trying to figure out which for which, and I had a couple different things set up. But since you said book and movie, that was the first combination that I had put totally together for. Possible book and movie,
1: okay. Cool.
0: All right, so unless that we works. change it, I, we might have changed it on people before at some point, but right now, right now january no,
1: be, we haven't. We haven't, nope. Okay,
0: the 1990 something movie starring yes. Marky Mark and Leonardo DiCaprio. I love
1: and... that you put Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg, before you put Leonardo DiCaprio, who was actually the star of the movie. And Lorraine uh, Brasco. Yeah, Lorraine Ed Brasco. Ernie Hudson, right? Ernie Hudson. Hello. And... Ernie fucking Hudson.
0: Uh, uh, what's his uh, face? Oh, Manny. Oh, goddamn.
1: Juliet Lewis is in it. Yep, Juliet Lewis. Car- Jim Carroll has a little cameo himself.
0: And he does a lot of the soundtrack. And uh that one guy oh shit Uh, speaking of uh good sort of character actors the guy that was in uh city slickers and when harry met sally uh, oh bruno uh, kirby yeah bruno kirby yeah
1: Um,
0: so yeah and i don't know you've read uh, it's probably it's been a long time since i've read the book but i'm sure you've also read that before
1: um yes i have
0: so you know in the The movie takes place in the nineties and the book takes place in the sixties. Yeah. If I remember. So that'll be January. And I think, well, we haven't really talked much about it, but I know there's been a couple ideas we tossed around for February. Fascist is it? fascist February or.
1: Well, we did that one year, your first February, but last year we did our, uh, like our black power. Oh, right. Black exploitation. Yeah. but We uh, don't need
0: to know that yet.
1: Yeah. Oh, I already have an idea for it, okay. but yes, I think it might be more along those lines. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so. uh, happy Yule, Merry Festivus, Chanukha. The holiday
1: for the rest of us.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's how they say it in Hebrew Hammer, right? Chanukah.
1: Chanukah. Chanukah. <laughs> um, the horrible teacher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever holiday you do or do not celebrate that is around you this time of year or whenever you're listening to this.
1: Yeah.
0: As Wichita falls, so... So
1: which, Wichita falls.
0: So falls Wichita falls. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. I really see such a <laughs>
0: Uh, goodbye from me.
1: Goodbye from me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the VD Clinic. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us at Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Or reach us via email at vdclinicpod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group, VD Clinic Podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback, suggestions, and more.